Hello and welcome back to the University Podcast. This is the podcast that unravels the mysteries of university, covering all the topics that we wouldn't usually hear about. Today I am joined by the wonderful Elliot Johnson. Elliot came to uni when he was 20 and turned 21 two weeks into his first year. I want to talk to him about how it feels to be a slightly older student in a university environment and what he has enjoyed or found challenging about it. So let's go and meet him. Mum, your wisdom as ever is supreme. It's very oh, like that. You sound so like. Sounds so different though, don't it? Like. <laughs> don't it, John? Don't it. <laughs> Hello. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm oh, great, thank you for asking. Well, thank you for coming and joining me. Oh, no, you're very welcome. Although it's not sunny anymore, so it's, no, it's, it's all right not. being inside. Yeah, it's a bit dark and miserable, isn't it? So this is, this is more fun. <laughs> so today I want to talk about you being such a grandpa. So old. I'm so ancient. Literally How are you really still old. here? Honestly, I don't even know. Like... <laughs> You took two gap years before coming to university, so I want to have a little chat about being, you know, like a slightly older student at university and how that's changed your experience. Yeah. First of all, I want to just take it way back to year 13. So when everybody else was applying to unis, you weren't applying to unis, what were you doing? So I auditioned for drama schools and... I got pulled into the head of sixth form's office and she was like, are you sure you want to do this? And it was a horrible question. Honestly, I I was kind of a bit taken aback and was just like, yeah, (laughs) is there a right answer to this question? (laughs) And she was just like, well, you you do know, don't you? Like, it's so much harder to get into. And I was like, well, well, yeah, but if I have to take a gap year, I'll take a gap year. It doesn't Mm. really bother me that much. And at the start of the process, it was fine. Like we all had to do UCAS. That was like a set thing. Um, because there was a couple of drama schools that you had to go through UCAS, but a lot of them you had to like, apply to directly. And it was just very strange when I got everything back and knew I wasn't going anywhere. Because at that point, were you slightly scared? Were you like, oh, I need something next year. I'm just going to go for this. Yeah, I was quite panicked because it was one of those things that I was going out and doing all these auditions and like missing like the odd day of school to go to auditions recalls and things like that. And everyone else just went to like one interview and that was it. And it felt so much easier for them just going off and doing it. And then for me, it got to the point sort of towards the end of year 13 when I knew I wasn't going anywhere. And the urge to apply through clearing was ridiculous I was so so close to doing it and funnily enough I actually ended up applying to a university right at the very last minute right before the cutoff oh really just panicking because all my friends were going off to uni and I suddenly thought oh my gosh have I made the wrong decision here and it just so happened that it clashed with a performance so I was in a in a show in year 13 and I was literally the main character I couldn't miss the performance and the audition date was the exact same as opening night. And I remember my drama teacher turning around to me and said, there you go, that's fate. You can't give up. You've got to keep trying. You've got to try for drama schools or go to somewhere on like an educated kind of decision basis rather than just like a panic thing of, oh, I need to go here because I need to go to uni. Can you imagine yourself going off to uni at 18? No. I really, sitting back now, I think, no, I really can't. Yeah. I think the hard thing is, is that sometimes it is so easy to get into university. Mm. And so people can, like, honestly, radio stations, TV, like, adverts, posters are everywhere, like, late August, early September. Literally. Saying, don't worry, we'll take you. And if you haven't got in somewhere, yeah. either, I think if you're going to drama school, then at least you can be like, no, I'm still set on this. But yeah, then yeah. even if you apply to uni, you have that panic where you're thinking, 
oh my goodness, I need something. A year is a really long time. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to go here. And then you get there in September and just realise that it's absolutely the wrong thing. Yeah, and you think, why have I done this? I've just incurred like so much debt yeah. for no reason <laughs> yeah. whatsoever. 27 grand, Literally. just because I was scared. <laughs> Great, could have bought a car with that. Oh well. <laughs> It's all right. Bye bye, Mercedes. Honestly, just... so long. That would be so nice at 18, driving around in a Merc. But never mind. <laughs> then watching your friends go off to university, did you just want to apply to uni at that point and get something secure? Or did you watch them go off and go, no, that's not the right thing for me? Well, after that whole debacle with the, the clearance, uh, like I knew I wasn't going anywhere, there's still, there was still a teeny tiny part of me that thought I should be going. But then I was quite lucky in that I'd got a job the first year of sixth form and... I was able to pick up like overtime and things. So I knew that I'd be able to work, earn a bit of money on my gap year. And it didn't feel as bad as it probably could have done had I not had that as like a backup plan. Yeah, so having that kind of reasonably secure income and knowing that you can have something that will keep you going, that kind of helped. And knowing that I was doing something productive. I wasn't just going to be one of those that didn't do anything and then if you get asked about it later on, it's like, what did you do in your gap year? Um, nothing like at least I worked (laughs) if only (laughs) so then in that first gap year you reapplied to drama school did you apply to any unis in that first gap year? no not at that point I I was of a mind frame of I'm a year older I'm a year wiser um, (laughs) and I thought I'm just gonna give drama schools a go so I only applied to three and these are the the three biggest drama schools in the UK I didn't make it easy for myself at all yeah and it was weird because it felt different that time. I was in a different position. I'd been promoted at work, so I was a deputy manager, um, the youngest in the store. And it was kind of like I had this career and like this thing at the very start of it that was about to set off with my job. Mm. And it was kind of like, do I want to do this? Do I want to go to uni or to drama school or further education? Or yeah. do I stay in this lane and just keep doing what I've been doing? And I got recalls for a couple of places. I got offered a place, but it was the wrong course. And I ended up coming to the decision of, I'm just going to have to take another gap year. Because yeah. I don't I don't want to go somewhere if it's the wrong place. And then obviously I hadn't got any other places. So it was kind of the next logical thing to do. Mm. Was it hard as well having two identities? The kind of young person who's looking for their next step, moving away from home, all of that stuff. Yeah. But then also someone who is moving up the ladder at work and is so weird obviously dedicated enough that you're kind of getting promoted but are still wanting this whole other life yeah because obviously when I turned 18 um a lot of my friends had gone to uni so it was just before my 19th birthday I think by the time it got through because I was one of the oldest in my year and they were all going out having these fresher experiences and doing things that students do like drinking too much and things like that and I had to stay at home and kind of have that experience at home and it wasn't sort of the same and you do feel like you're a year behind I, I know I felt at that point I felt oh my gosh they're gonna graduate before me they're gonna move on to the next stage of their lives but then at the same time I was already kind of a step ahead in that I'd already got a job yeah. so it, it, it was a very weird feeling because mm, it is that thing of you, you do meet people who just go straight into jobs or yeah. straight into apprenticeships and if anything they feel so much older even though they've kind of omitted that because I think first year of uni is one usually recapping a levels if you've done a levels yes it is with most courses so it does allow you a kind of year of like a grace period almost yeah just do whatever you want let loose a bit it'll be fine come back next year yeah but then when you're working like 50 odd hours a week and I was on like early's I was on late's 
retail is awful because you could be in any time from 6am and you could be in the store till say 10pm and being like a manager you'd have to work more than your 39 contracted hours and you wouldn't get paid anything above that but then more often than not you'd work say 54 hours in the week I wouldn't go out I'd be too tired so I wasn't really living that lifestyle a student would lead did you feel like you were made to grow up quite quickly yeah it definitely taught me the value of money a lot more whereas now obviously in my third year about to graduate I feel like I've probably spent my student loan in a more thoughtful way than I would have done at 18. Mm. And also, I think as well, then you've got a head start on most people. I know I can include myself in this. <laughs> when first year, money, what is oh my this gosh. spend? Free money, thank yeah. you. And like... then second year, you're trying to get out of that lovely thing called an overdraft oh that your gosh. bank magically gives you yeah. and then doesn't tell you how to deal with. And then in third year, it's when you're like, right, okay probably need to start saving some money now because I'm going to be unemployed in a yeah, few months. need to use this money wisely. Yeah, whereas at Definitely. least you like hit the ground running and we're like, cool, okay, I've got three years. How do I work this? Yeah, and like having to budget and things. I don't know, the experience definitely gave me more independence and kind of experience in that sense. Yeah. But it, I definitely felt older mm. at uni when they yeah. were all 18. Yeah. So then... After that first gap year, you then took another gap year. Yeah. And in that gap year, you decided to apply to drama schools and universities. I did. So I did the same three drama schools again. Yeah. And then applied to two unis as well, because I thought I'm getting to a certain age and I kind of just wanted to have an experience of further education. And I didn't want a door to be slammed in my face because I didn't have a degree. Yeah. So it got to the point of being like, I'm going to do this. And if I don't get a place or it's not the right course, I'll just... I will go to uni, not as like a backup, but also as like a, it's the next stage of my life that I want to take. Yeah. And also it can be so horrible to just get those knockbacks as well. And yeah. if anything, it can hinder you with the following year. When I applied to uni, I just did half and half straight away yeah. because I was too scared just <laughs> to, to like not have anything. Dive straight in. <laughs> yeah. I was like, can't do this. But when I went on like open days or I went to auditions at drama mm-hmm. schools, you'd honestly meet people who were on the course and they went, yeah, I worked a part-time job in a supermarket and then I auditioned for five years or yeah. yeah I worked behind a bar and I auditioned for six years or longer yeah or longer so and many. that is not an anomaly no. that is literally how it happens because it is so cutthroat and they can if anything the people auditioning can be so picky oh so they judge you on two minutes they literally see two minutes of you yeah and it's like if you can't sell yourself and be exactly what they're looking for, even though you don't know the criteria of what they're looking for in mm. that two minutes. And also you Bonkers. can have no control over that criteria as well. Exactly. I remember some, one of my friends got told, uh, yeah, you're perfect. On any other year, we would have accepted you, but we oh, already no. have someone who's blonde, five foot five, and like has brown eyes. Tick. Literally yeah. just, yeah, so, fill in a box. Yeah, we can't sell you because we've got you. Yeah. And they're like, that is so unfair. Isn't it? <laughs> Honestly, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. But then it's also quite hard when you're faced with that decision of, if I'm going to go to uni, I have to give up this lifestyle. I have to give up the job. I have to give up the career that I've established. Mm. And you do have like a moment of, oh my goody aunt, am I doing, I, do I don't I know if I'm doing this do right this? thing. Yeah. Do I want to yeah. give up that money, that wage, that prosperous career that it was at the time yeah because you do kind of have especially like on the job that you were in you're on like fast track to store manager fast track to management scheme yeah you can literally see your path 
that yeah. you could take. I was paying into a pension, for goodness sake. <laughs> like, I was 19 years old and paying into a pension. It's wow. ridiculous. So then what what do you think it was that made you go, no, you know what, okay, I can see this whole life plan laid out. I can see the house, the dog, the mortgage. Oh, gosh, the dog. <laughs> the dog. That's, like, the most important part yeah. of that. <laughs> what was it that kind of went, no, I need to go I, pursue this? This is going to sound awful, but I looked at some of the people that I was working for, and on my department, obviously, I was the manager, and I was half the age of some of the people in there. And you looked at them, and I just thought, I'm not sure I want that for me. Mm. I'm not sure I want that lifestyle. It, it was a job that I thought, once I've done uni, if I can't find anything or whatever, I can sort of get back into it in a way. And it, it didn't feel like a challenge. It got to the point of that I didn't really enjoy the work as much as I did when I first started. Yeah. And the hours for retail and the demand and the stress that they put on like their colleagues and their workers... It's just ridiculous. Mm. You go through student return week, and if you make it out without like crying at least three times, that's a win. What's student return week? So student return week, the first couple of weeks in September. Yeah. When all the students return to uni, because back at home there's a big uni, it's a Russell group. Um. And you just get all the students piling in with their parents doing big food shops, getting all the appliances. They have sales on that week on all homeware and things. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They like, planned out. It's not that I first don't need time. this like beautiful like <laughs> copper wire pan or something. And it's just like, oh, there you go, four pounds, great bargain. Chip it in the trolley. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Especially when you're not even twenty, yeah. and you're kind of like, yeah, I can do this. This is fine. Yeah, you're gonna. If you'd stayed there, you would have had to do that for the next what? When's retirement age now? It's, oh get, my gosh. it's getting towards seventy. I don't even. That think. would have been a that would have been a long fifty years. I mean, yeah, just a bit. But I, I got some <laughs> valuable experiences from it. I got things like um, retail law, trading standards, like working in like a high risk food environment, working in a kitchen, customer service. Like they're all really useful skills. Yeah. And I definitely say that a lot of those are transferred into my uni life as well. Like it's made me a lot more independent. Like, I can cook, I can clean. I know the importance of bills, of, like, budgeting. Yeah. And it was kind of valuable, especially in that first year of uni, I think. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that that first year then. So, yeah. you packed up, left home, came down to Quit uni, my job. Quit <sighs> your job. Was that hard? Was Even though you were, like, two years older, was it still hard to kind of leave home and make that shift? Yeah, because I'd, I'd been living at home the whole time when I was working. I hadn't moved out. Yeah. So you do get used to like a routine of tea at four and then something else at five. <laughs> and then like, oh, you see someone at six and mm. you get used to it. But packing up and then seeing like my dad's truck fully loaded. And then especially when like they dropped me off, like my dad couldn't even get out of the car. He literally held, he sat there with his hands on the steering wheel, said bye to me and couldn't get out of the car. And I thought there was something wrong or that he was just like, he couldn't be bothered to get out of the car. And it turns out that later on, he just sat there and cried for five minutes after he dropped me off. Oh, bless And it was my mum that told me. He still doesn't know that I know. (laughs) Unless he listens to this. (laughs) Sorry, Dad. (laughs) But they dropped me off. And it was just a case of... They they didn't even, like, help me unpack. They sort of just dropped things off and said, right, what do you want us to do? And I was like, I need to unpack this. I need to sort this. I'll do it. I was just like, you guys go. I'll be okay. In a way, I kind of had to cut that. Yeah. The apron strings a little bit myself because I knew that 
if they'd hung around, like, it would have been worse. Mm. It is really hard on moving day, though. It Just, really like, is. A little... No matter what your age. Yeah, like... no. Also, with parents, it's really embarrassing because you're moving into a flat with people who are, like, around met. your age. You've yeah. got friends, but you've also got your parents with you. So you yes, are a bit, like... like... I remember my parents, like, helped me move in, made my bed, and yeah. then they were like, our original plan was, oh, let's let's explore, let's go out for lunch. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, there's five people here who I've got to make friends with. Literally, like, sorry, <laughs> we need to go. go. Literally, like, sorry, good day. Yeah. I'll FaceTime you in a week. <laughs> if I'm still alive. <laughs> Literally. If I make it through Freshers. Yeah. So in Freshers Week, how did you find being a little bit older? Did you, did you oh. instantly feel like a dad? I f- oh, I felt like a grandpa. <laughs> Honestly. I'd been there. I'd done 18. I'd done going out. I'd done testing limits. So there was six of us in our flat. I was two years older. And then Helena was one year older, one of my flatmates. And then the rest of them were all 18. Yeah. And they were all going out every night. They weren't really like worried about like coming home safe, making sure they had their wallets, their phone, their keys. And it was just very, I felt very on edge. I think I went out like three times over freshers. And that was a lot for me back yeah. then. And it got to the point where I remember one of my flatmates... <laughs> He went down to Prees and I'd stayed up to watch a film because I was like, I'm not going out. I'm just going <laughs> to sit here in my PJs and just chill for tonight. Yeah. And he comes back up an hour later and I'm stood in the kitchen talking to some other people and he's absolutely K-lied. And I turn around to him and he just face plants the floor <gasps> and just passes out. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to deal with this now. So we had to put him to bed. We ha- kept having to go in every half an hour to check on him, make sure that he hadn't been sick and like choked on anything. Oh His friend was trying to feed him bread the entire time. I was like, don't make him choke. I definitely took on a more kind of parental role in the flat because I'd been there, I'd done it. I didn't need to go and do that again. Yeah. Was it hard though watching people who like, you could recognise that stage of life, yes. but because you weren't in it, were you there like, oh can I even be friends with these people if we're on so different? Yeah, well, you do worry because it's like, obviously it's a completely different mindset. They'll just go out and do whatever they want to do. And it's like, I'd go out and think of consequences or what I'm doing the next day. And yeah. like, it's, it is a different oh, mindset. Oh, I've got 9 a 9am. Probably don't want to be out till four. Literally, it's like, oh, I kind of need to go to that lecture. Whereas they'd probably be like, oh, well, skip it. It'd be fine. Like, yeah. there's another one next week. <laughs> but it definitely gives you a different perspective, I'd mm. say. Did you also feel like when it came to stuff that you just got used to doing like you were saying like cooking cleaning understanding basic hygiene do you feel like that you were teaching people how to do that as well i was trying like one of my flatmates the same flatmate bless him i'm not (laughs) gonna say his name in case he listens sorry he didn't know how to boil pasta he the first time he did it he put pasta in a pan yeah and turned the gas on just no water no water whatsoever on fire not quite. We managed to save it. It was smoking. Oh, okay. But we got there in time. Lovely. Good save. And then the second the second attempt was with water. Yes. But let it boil completely away so it just congealed at the bottom of the pan. Oh. And then third try, yeah. we eventually got it just about right. He, he managed to get water in it and he managed to sort of do it and it was all fine. It was a little bit al dente, but <laughs> each to <laughs> their okay own. That's okay at this yeah. point. <laughs> He'll get used to it. He didn't know how to do laundry. And it was just horrendous. There was one incident. So my first term at uni was really stressful because my granddad died in the first term of uni. Mm. And I was sort of home for three, three and a half weeks, sort of just dealing with things. And I remember I came back and the flat was just an absolute state. The entire kitchen was completely filled with pots, pans. There was fur growing on like some of the pots. I could pick up one of the plates by the spoon that was congealed to it. There was seven or eight rubbish bags in the corner. It stank. It was just absolutely vile. It took me over three and a half hours to clean that up. 
And I remember I just put on the group chat, do not ever let the flat get like this again. I knew the risks of living in something, in like squalor like that. <laughs> and obviously they just didn't, or they didn't care. A lot of them had had mummy and daddy running around, picking up their socks, doing their washing, yeah. feeding them. And this was the first time that they could just be like, on their own, do whatever they want. Mm. And you do hear that happening. The best example I ever heard was there are some uh, halls where there are two sinks next to each other, both yeah. exactly the same side, draining boards on either side. So there was a flat of six people who were below me. Okay. Three girls, three boys. The girls were like, right, let's just make this simpler. Boys, you have your own sink. And then Fair. all of your mess is in there. Very wise girls, that's all I can say. Well, until like a month later, they were like, boys, your sink smells really dodgy. And they took all the plates out of the sink. Yeah. And at the bottom of the sink, there were maggots. <gasps> there were flying oh, ants. No. It was clogged. That, honestly that's my worst nightmare yeah but then the thing is is that freshers when you go in at 18 it is a little bit of a trial by error yes. you kind of learn by doing in the same Definitely. way as alcohol you can tell someone until the cows come home to do something yeah D- have some water yeah maybe have dinner before going out <laughs> oh, maybe wash up before you leave that'd yeah. be great thanks yeah. <laughs> and people will be like nah I'll be fine until yeah. they come back and they can't wash up and it gets to an extreme way where everyone then thinks oh my gosh this is what happens if I don't do that that's the direct consequence better do that in future yeah but it does take i feel like that's why uni's three years long yeah well you've got to have like a full year to be able to like <laughs> test these extremes so it doesn't just happen in a week let's face it <laughs> gotta learn <laughs> you absolutely gotta learn so your first year of uni then did you come into the course and go yes i'm happy with this decision i came into the course and thought what the heck have i done <laughs> so i'd not written any essays i'd done things like disciplinaries and hearings and studied reports bills and things in my job but I'd never written I hadn't written an essay for the best part of two and a half years and that was the hardest thing for me getting back into the whole swing of a actually having to write an essay like having to write these like essays that are like two three thousand words at a time Mm. and I just didn't feel like there was a lot of support for someone that say hadn't been in education for two years and it's amazing how quickly you forget how to do things yeah so I did feel like I was playing catch up for at least the first like two-thirds of first year yeah because yeah, did you find people around you who had just come straight from school yes. were like oh referencing bit annoying but yeah but they were so on it and like they could just crack out an essay plan in like 15 20 minutes whereas it'd take me the best part of like two or three days because i'm trying to make sure that it's right yeah and it, it was just and it did was you feel nightmare. did you feel embarrassed like having did you yeah. go ask for help for stuff for people like so i Come tried on, you're at uni i you tried with like the writing service yeah and they kind of just like laughed me off a little bit of just being like, oh, it's fine. Like, it's just an essay. It's just an essay plan. It's like, well, no, like to someone who's not done it for two, three years, it's a big thing to have to do. Although first year for our degree doesn't really count towards anything, it still sets the tone for like making your mistakes. Yeah. And it was like, I kind of wanted to get all my mistakes out of the way in first year and try and get the best (laughs) grade you can in second and third. Yeah. Because also, did you feel like you took stuff a little bit more seriously? Whereas other people who, I mean, first year doesn't count. But I think that is a sensible approach where you use it as a kind of test year. Because especially on our course, not that many essays to test. No, there's really not before it like throws you in the deep end. And then they're like, yeah, write this on Freud. Sorry. (laughs) Who? Literally. For what? Yeah. So did you feel a little bit like, oh, I'm out of my depth here? Yes, massively. I remember FaceTiming my nan. Because she's, she's honestly been the only reason that I've like kept going with everything. She's been cheering me on the entire way, being like, oh, Ellie, you can do this, her. you've got this. Yeah. And 
she just turned around to me and was like, you've not done this for two and a half, two years. Just do your best. That's all you can do. Don't panic about it. Don't worry about it. Just do all you can do. And mm. I just remember sitting there thinking, okay, <laughs> you've started this now. You're going to have to see this through. Yeah. I, I, I was determined not to give up. No matter how much I like sort of wavered being like, oh, I shouldn't be here. And having like a meltdown and being like, I can't write this essay. Yeah. And I guess then, how are you feeling now? So you're just about to finish your third year. Scary. Yes. Graduation. You've got four weeks left. That's oh. it. <laughs> Bonkers. Looking back, are you happy you stuck it out? I'm glad. I, yeah, I am glad I stuck it out. I think uni, in a way, breaks you down. Like, I think my sort of like mental health and confidence in myself was so kind of shaken that from like the audition process anyway from like applying to drama schools and things like that but especially in first year of uni you definitely get to a point of being like I'm not sure I want to be here I'm not sure I want to do this and you do panic but being where I am now if I hadn't have done what I've done and gone through what I've gone through I wouldn't be going out into the big wide world and doing things for myself Mm. do you feel in a better place graduating now because you are that little bit older yeah, so I've got that thing that everyone looks for that's work experience or lived experience. Yeah. And it's nice having that edge over like a lot of people in my year. Mm. And it's definitely taught me things that I would not have done. Like I'm setting up my own theatre company. I'm Which is amazing. Directing things that I never thought I'd be doing or yeah. have the confidence or the knowledge to do. Because mm. I think you can really see the difference between you as somebody who has won that kind of real world experience, yeah. understands the value of money and went into uni knowing what they needed to get out of it because yeah. you are coming out of it literally with a job that you've created yourself. I yeah. think most people kind of, if they don't really know what they want to do, they're either thinking, right, I'll just get through it and then figure it out or they've like fallen into a grad scheme and they're like, cool, okay, I'll just yeah. see if this works. Whereas you, because you understand this process, you're amazing. You've set up your own theatre oh, company. I know, it's so exciting. Yeah, and because you turned 21 two weeks into your first... I did, yeah. ...first year of uni. Could you see, if you were graduating at 21, could you see yourself setting up a theatre company? No, definitely not. I wouldn't have had the confidence to do it. I don't think I'd have had the... Mid- the maturity to do it. Yeah. I was quite mature at 21 anyway, but had I gone to uni at 18 and like graduated at 21, no, not a chance. I would not have had the the sort of like worldly like knowledge that I need to, like you need to know things about like health and safety regulations, child protection, like all of that sort of stuff. Would you say it is quite beneficial then to take those two gap years and would you advise like more people should do it because then you come out a little bit stronger? I think so. I think it depends on what sort of person you are and kind of what you'd want to get out of your gap year. Like I know so many people that went off traveling, but I think if you take the time to kind of work, gain experience, do like managerial things, do things that will push you like beyond like limits that you thought, it definitely puts you in a better place to then go to uni because you have this like maturity, you have this like awareness. But one thing I would say, like if you are older and you are thinking of going to uni, do not panic. Mm. do not let that hold it against you because you you are still you you are still amazing you can still do it it's just a case of that you're slightly older and you might just have to sort of think oh actually the rest of my course are 18 like that's fine that's cool that's great but you will have like moments where you think god i'm so old like, look <laughs> at people you think oh my gosh how have you survived to 18 years old yeah but definitely do it I, i'd advise a gap year anyway whether it's planned or unplanned but do something with it if you're going to do it get some experience like don't just do this stereotypical oh I'm just gonna go off and travel because yes it gives you worldly experience but it's not 
giving you things that employers would look for or something like that. Also, I feel like from your experience, it gave you that drive to go to university, even if you do get to the point where you're like, oh, I'm working really long hours. I hate this. This is awful. At least when you go, if you do have that down period at uni, you're like, what's better than that? Or if yeah. it's not, then you definitely know. It's well, it's literally like everyone has their own path. And yes, it might not have been the path I imagined or I thought I was going to take, but it definitely feels like the path that set me up in the best way possible for the next part of my life and my journey, my career, my sort of everything, that house and the dog. Like, yeah. that's, that's the end goal. I can see it in the yeah. light. Yeah, because also you're still, on, you're absolutely still on that path. But yeah, I think definitely. you're going to get there in a much happier way yes, than if you just carried on. It wasn't the most straightforward path by any means, but you you get to where you need to be eventually as long as you know where you're heading or where you want to go. Mm. And I think that's, for me, I always knew I wanted to do drama or act or perform. So it was like, even when I was working, I was doing amateur things. I was keeping my hand in it that way. I was still auditioning. It is just a different route to where I yeah. would have been. Because also, you can still do a master's. This in is that the as thing. Well. It's not the be all end. That's not the end of the world. Like, no. <laughs> there's so many different ways to do what I want to do. Like, I could go and do a master's. I could go and do a placement. I could go and do another BA if I wanted to, but I wouldn't put myself through another three <laughs> years of, of I'm that. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Um, well, thank you so much for coming and speaking to me today. Oh, thank you for having me. And good luck with everything with the theatre company, oh, Creative Theatre Arts. Go yeah. follow it on Instagram and Facebook. And Facebook, yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much to Elliot for coming and joining me today. It was really interesting to hear about university from his perspective. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you have enjoyed this podcast, then please go and leave us a review on our Facebook page so more people can come and find us. And we will see you next week for another university podcast. Bye.